0: I don't suppose like poppin' bees. What's poppin' bees? What's poppin' bees? Welcome back to Beer Sauce. (laughs) Hello, friends. My name is Derek. (laughs) Okay, so JJ. Yes. We have a couple... um, Gen Z slang words for you. Yeah. Cause I mean, the first time we ever met, we talked about a lot of slang. Yeah. We did. Gen Z slang. You were like, what does Riz mean? And then you showed us your Riz, which was zero Riz, but it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Zero Riz? Damn. So Mm. now let's see if you've practiced.
1: I don't know how many Gen Zs. Talk to not that many. Okay, are we are we some of the only Gen Z guys? You guys are like the youngest Gen Z people I know. I think I sort of like know kind of like middle aged Gen Z. I feel like we don't have that big of an age difference between. What do you mean between us? No, I I know. I just mean like you two as sort of like one entity. You are at like sort of the youngest end of gen z people i interact with like i feel like yeah. i interact with people who are sort of like 25 26 27 like that sort of scene of gen z but you guys are in your early 20s so this slang you you don't even hear yeah basically. well i mean you guys are like fresh out of high school so you're on there, well, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: well we graduated like four or five years ago that's still okay well, that's fresh. also also wrong
1: it is it's been three <laughs> has it been three years yeah, okay. since you graduated but i mean i graduated from high school like 20 years ago so it's like it's a pretty damn it's hmm. fresh by my standards
0: do you think we were popular you were
1: popular in high school. Well, do you, you think we were popular? I think probably. Yeah. No, we weren't. We were not. No, but you guys are very funny, right? We you weren't think, we, at the time. I, no? I
0: I was funny, but I was too much. I was like too doing JJ. too much. Uh-huh. This guy, we would tell him to pull his butt cheeks out in math, and he would just do it.
1: <laughs> so got, you, were, you were you were real real class clown yeah. type. I would yeah, but no. it was like too much. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. know what no. I, did you get sent to the uh, the principal's office a lot?
0: Actually, I, no, I didn't because the teachers liked me mm. most yeah. of the time. Oh, I said so. I would like low-key flirt with all the teachers oh really (laughs) oh yeah. no like low-key i would riz my teachers because you watch he watched a little bit of too much like of those videos on Cornhub. no what i would do what i would do is i would ask the teacher like what they did that weekend and then they would waste half of the
1: lesson yeah yes on and we love that we love that they would
0: waste half of their lesson right so i just clutched for the whole class every time i would just they would
1: i know i know that type like i feel like even when i was in high school like there was that type of kid like the kid that's Very disruptive but also very charismatic and funny like you can't stay mad yeah exactly and yeah. like the teachers kind of like fall for it and like you know kind of play along and you know they often kind of like have to like and like the teacher will say okay that's enough of that you know yeah. like, otherwise it could yeah. go all day right do yeah. so, you think we would be friends in high school like if we Ooh. were in the same we were friends in high school yeah. i don't know like i was pretty uptight in high school so i feel oh, like you know
0: you what he not... would do i
1: would have liked <laughs> you but you
0: wouldn't have liked <laughs> no, me. what happened was you would have wasted the teacher's time and JJ would have been like okay come on let's get back to the lesson give us the homework Miss <laughs> Pattinson probably probably
1: like did you have you guys ever seen the show Recess the Disney cartoon I've never seen that no. before oh, well then I can't make the reference but uh, make it make like... it anyways for the, for the oh, 40 year old like, fans there's, there's this... like the 340 year old fans <laughs> well like there's a character in, in the show Recess Randall and he's like this kind of like obsequious little sort of toady obsequious yeah where he like oh. sucks up to the teachers and this kind of thing and he's always the one that's like Mrs. Finster I think we should really be you know you know that kind of thing <laughs> there's always a character Yeah, on show. and so. Yeah, and people would sometimes say that I was kind of like, oh, Oh, (laughs) he was a fucking pussy. But you were, you were valedictorian. I was, and I was popular. Like, I mean, I went to a pretty small high school, but yeah, I, I feel like people liked me despite it. It was why I was talking about this with you guys earlier, right? Like, I feel like popularity in high school is not always like the way it works in Hollywood where it's like yeah. you know you're very handsome you're a jock you mm-hmm. know and that's what popularity is I think that sometimes if you're a bit eccentric you can be popular as well because you're just different and that's kind of compelling and people are attracted yeah. to things that are a little bit unusual or unconventional and that's why I assume that you guys were popular in high school because you have that, that unconventional yeah, I wish that nor well, pop, we're popular we're, now
0: yeah we're, we're cool yeah. now we're cool yeah. now Hope I would like to think so do you think that
1: your personalities have changed significantly oh, since yeah. high school so much I actually was
0: really socially anxious In high school, oh yeah. So like, I if I had to talk to a woman, Mm. I would like actually sweat in my palms. Oh yes, it was like really. But now you should see him now. Oh yes. Well. Well, you have Riz. You're Rizzy. Yeah, you're Rizzy. <laughs> My point was when I, it comes to yeah. when it comes to like when you need the clutch. Yeah. Well, so like basically, I just am so much more socially comfortable. Mm. But, but in high school, I was scared. But you, he was always very comfortable. Like I don't. Yeah, but Cheek think you needed confidence for that. Yeah, I don't know what I was on, bro. I feel like I've become less extroverted since. Really? Like Derek's gone. Well, you had to even out. I we both just evened out as people. Yeah. I think. How did you do academically? Honestly, not even that bad. Really? I, I got really honor roll oh, in really? my last year of school. Oh, yeah, I sucks. got honor so, so. roll. I tried really, really hard because that was like the only sort of validation I had. It's yeah. like, this is what my self-worth is from. School. So I would just like try so hard. And then since I didn't have like good study habits, I hate university and I was like, wait, I'm actually like stupid. Like high yeah. school was easy because mm-hmm. I, I got I got away with doing like no homework. Yeah, And then I just like failed in university. Oh. Yeah, Derek used drive. my study notes 10 minutes before the test and then <laughs> did better than me on the test. Yeah. I was the type of guy who tried. Like I actually tried really he hard, tried. but I would still fail. Mm. like I think something's just wrong with my brain I was you know you got that learning school, disability bro <laughs> yeah, in, in your high school did you have like a place where all the kids with mental disabilities would kind of hang out uh,
1: maybe like the severely disabled yeah, yeah. I was there really? I was there
0: bro. <laughs> the front of the bus yeah <laughs> no
1: no but I, I overall I have good memories of high school I mean partially it's just as I get older I just become much more nostalgic in general and you sort of forget the kind of like harsh details, you know, the sort of teenage yeah. stress. And you just remember like, oh yeah, it was fun. And I would go in and I feel like something that I'm very kind of nostalgic about is like how structured my life was when I was younger. yeah like When I was oh. in high school, you know, you go to, It feels like it was like this long, long period of my life. But in retrospect, it's actually like a very short period It's like four four or five years? Yeah, but it it was just like, you know, every day you go and then you have classes and they tell you where to go and what to do at every given time. And then, you know, go home in the evening, you know, you get up in the morning, like just everything is just so structured, right? And Mm. I guess that's how most people's lives are when they become adults as well, you know, because they have jobs. But now you're a a content creator. But now I'm a content creator, so I live by my own schedule and my own rules. And really, in some ways, high school was like the last time. That my life was hyper structured ever since. Like cause you know, university is much yeah. less structured. Yeah. You know, your classes are at random times and you have empty blocks and all this kind of thing. But maybe you would like jail. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe you I would, would really like jail. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I think that a lot of times we do strive for or we we are sort of desire like someone oh, yeah. to impose structure on our lives. Yeah, right. I feel that. Yeah.
0: It's like when I had everybody put like time limits on my phone. Yeah. Or just like I don't know. F- having somebody to force you to do something really like feels good. I like that's why I miss yeah. about school too. Because yeah. wake, I, I'll never wake up at like seven ever again in my life. I don't think. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's why so many people, like people our age, have like depression and shit. Yeah. Because like, well, in high school you go through you go through this very structured system, and you're kind of not really taught how to either think for yourself. You kind of just go with the flow and do yeah. what you're told, yeah. right? Yeah, and you don't really get to think for yourself. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom! You're hit in grade eleven. Like you're like only sixteen years old. Like yeah. when I was sixteen, like I was showing my ass cheeks in class. I really did not have critical thinking skills. <laughs> and then you have to think: What am I going to do for the rest of life? Yeah. What am I like? What's my job going to be? Where am I going to go to school? Am I going to have to move away? How am I going to pay for this? Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden you have you're hit with all this like shit yes. that you have to take care of. And you've never done that once in your life. So then you just cr- cr- uh, you like crack under that pressure. Yeah. I think there's a lot of truth to that. And then I know. never really had that pressure. I was, I, cr- I, oh, I feel like when I was younger, I was like, damn, I need to like do shit. Really? I started working. I started working when I was 15. Oh, yeah. I got my first job when I was 15 because I just felt a need to like do something. That's interesting to compare with because I've literally never
1: felt the need to do anything. Like I could die tomorrow and be like, all right, I've done everything I needed to do. Like you feel like <laughs> if if there was no sort of external pressure on you, you would just be like laying in bed all day and just playing video games and eating chips. Well,
0: <laughs> whoa. What, 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 what damn, game, though. JJ? <laughs> what game though? Well no, it's Okay. That was me three months ago. Yes. Yes. But now that this is really working now that I dropped out. Yeah. We have to become serious three months ago. Yeah. I would have loved to just play Fortnite and
1: eat Doritos. No lie. But it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like, you know, people ask me, you guys asked me this earlier. It's like, what would you like, what do you do to in your free time? Like, what do you do (laughs) when you're just chilling and stuff? And it's like, I'm the kind of person where it's just like, I like working. Like I like making stuff. I like writing and drawing and creating things. You know and so it's like I'm very self-motivated in yeah. that way in a way that a lot of other people aren't right like and and so maybe in that respect even though I'm sort of like nostalgic for the structured life I've gotten to a point in my own life now where I've sort of been able to impose my own structure on myself and thus, I never really kind of feel like that there's a danger that I'm going to decay into a state of like pure laziness and uselessness. But that's what Gen Z are called rotting. <laughs>
0: rotting? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what like, rotting means? No, I don't. Like today, like, it's like, what'd you do today? Oh, I just rotted. Oh, yeah. That just means like you just stayed in bed and did nothing. Yeah. About,
1: was- uh, what about goblin
0: mode? Explain this guy what goblin mode?
1: Goblin mode is that could mean so many things. Uh Like what con? Can I have a? Well, I mean, like how is it goblin mode? No, no, no. But it's like how is how is rotting distinct from goblin mode? Because that's what I thought of. Like I've always thought the goblin mode is sort of similar. It's like oh, I'm just gonna stay in bed and eat chips and. Be a big when I slob. think of goblin mode, I think of me getting
0: high, going to the gas station and eating, like, 30 chocolate yeah. bars. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. Like, like, I'm a goblin. Gobl- yeah. I'm goblin. Yeah, like, yeah. or, like, I'm just, like, a like like, I'm, like, like, like the, the Tolkien character, like, a goblin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just being a fucking asshole. To be honest, I've never heard goblin mode. Really? Yeah. I mean, Maybe, I mean, it's, did you come up, where'd you learn goblin I've, mode? I've heard
1: people say that. I feel like I've heard, like, girls use that term a lot, where it's sort of, like, they kind of... The girl, be goblin. Well, what? No, because, what? Because I think like when a when a when a young woman sort of uses that term, it's kind of like I'm kind of like giving up. Like I'm consciously giving up. Like I don't care about like being presentable, being together, being like this <clears throat> kind of like conforming to this social expectation yeah. of like what a together woman is supposed oh. to be like. So instead, I'm just going to wear like sweatpants and just you know eat whatever I want today and you know not
0: mental health do my hair or whatever that's what i call a mental health yeah
1: yeah i think there is kind of like overlap between goblin mode and mental health day if i'm understanding this term correctly
0: when i think of goblin mode i think of like being like a degenerate yeah, like I'm gonna go m- mess with people. Yeah, like I'm a goblin. Oh. We that's, we goblin. That's,
1: that's it's sort of like like being like trollish. Every time we go every time we to go the to the office, we goblin. Yeah, yeah. Every time we go to the office, we goblin. See, like the, this is this is important because this is like a distinction between the different sort of Tolkien kind of monsters, <laughs> yeah. right? Whereas like the troll is, I feel like mischievous and like you know to- you know Lord of the Rings. No, no, no. I okay. don't really know it either. But I mean, like I know these characters. Yeah, I mean, or at least I know like the terms. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like in the popular culture, we think of like a troll as being kind of like mischievous or naughty troll, or like Lord. what, or what, I don't know if you guys have heard this expression. This is like an old kind of fashioned Canadian term that my mother would often use, like being a shit disturber. You oh, know, ooh, we know. Shit disturber. Yeah. We should bring or, that back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But being like a troll is kind of like yeah, a shit disturber. Yeah. Like you're just yeah. causing trouble. Right. Whereas I feel like a goblin is kind of like more self-indulgent and slobby. And you know, mm. I don't know. Well, when we, I think a lot of people, when they say raw, it's in referral to like depression. Yeah. Like,
0: woke up rot like oh, yeah. just rotting y'all yeah, yeah it's like a very it's, a, it's
1: very visceral right yeah, it's like a yeah. big log that's just kind of like worms are eating it and it's like decaying you <laughs> yeah. know? well jj we actually have oh, okay. a couple gen right, sl- right. slang words okay, okay let's let's get to okay. it yeah, yeah. and
0: we're gonna quiz you and see if we know i'll start all first
1: right. okay what does the word lit
0: mean i'm starting easy lit,
1: lit is lit is just like something's cool right like it's like oh that's lit that's a lit outfit or So what's well okay what's like a thing that could be lit like a video could be lit or like a okay. car could be lit. I guess a video I or guess. car. I guess. It's more like atmosphere for me. Yeah. Like yeah. that
0: concert, that Travis Scott yeah. concert, that shit was That lit. shit was yeah. lit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, here's the next one. Okay, next one we have... Well, we've talked about Riz, but Riz. Yeah, yeah. Riz, Riz is... Like, I'll use it in a sentence. Like, JJ has zero Riz,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah Riz, is, Riz is, like, literally short for charisma, right? So it's like, that's where no, it comes Are from. you serious? I don't know. That's that's my understanding. Like, charisma becomes Riz, yeah. But Riz are Z, Chariz... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's... That wouldn't make sense. But I it's feel funny. like
0: we would know that if that were true. Well, who came... I Didn't Kai, Sinat, come up with the term Riz? the streamer well i just remember there was a tiktok trend i don't know how like how, how familiar are you with tiktok trends but like not very, it'd be like unspoken riz yeah so the guy would go like yeah and like then the that. girl would walk over and it's like yeah. unspoken riz yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: but it's the same like because like when a guy says to another guy like you have no riz it's like you have, you no, have ability. no riz fool well it's like you have no ability to kind of like attract other people either like same mm. sex or opposite sex right <laughs> like you have no charisma like you're not a compelling figure like you have you don't sort of like exude any sort of energy that is compelling to other people this, That's a really this good makes answer. a lot of this makes that sense. Was a really good answer um, okay the next one simp Simp is, is easy. Like, I feel like Whoa, that's... Really? Simp is sort of like when you kind of, like, suck up to a person and it's not sort of reciprocated, right? Like, Damn! <laughs> these are progressively getting harder, but you're still on top of it. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm simp is... Like, I know that one because, like, that's a term that you often sort of hear in my world, right? Like, in sort of social media, YouTube world, right? Really? Yeah. Because uh like there's always a kind of parasocial person <laughs> that is like sucking up to a content creator you know giving them money and and you know sort of sending them fawning comments Ooh. all the time do people
0: do people ever give you money no
1: people don't people like, don't simp okay tier
0: three sub well you have fanfics jj do i you have fan does jj have fanfics we were talking about this before. you have fanfictions right i, I don't think so or you have Footfinder. Oh yeah, no, I'm on I'm on 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 the, on you have your
1: Reddit s- where people like send lewd photos of you. Oh, right? I'm not. No, I'm not on Foot Finder. I'm on like. There's like there's this one uh, forum which I learned about from my YouTube buddy Scott Kramer, which shout is out like, Scott Kramer. God, shout out Scott. Uh, he mentioned he alluded to it in one of his videos, but there's like some sort of like forum that's like popular with gay men, and they have like a thread of like the sexiest uh, pictures and content from like every kind of like male YouTuber under the sun, basically. And there is, like, a modest thread on me, but you know, there's, like, threads on, you know, Derek Gerard and all of our other friends. Does it make you feel good, though? I mean, kind of, although it, it bothers me a little bit that on and in my thread... There's a lot of comments where it's like, "Oh yeah, he's hot, but I really hate his political opinion. So it's <laughs> oh! like, <laughs> it's like he's he's good as long as he keeps his mouth shut and that kind of stuff. <laughs> that's <right>? so <laughs> <his mouth> shut. <laughs> That's it's like, so rude. It's like you know,
0: like when people like put the bag over her head. Yeah, a yeah. tape his mouth. Yeah, oh my exactly, god! Right? So bro. that's
1: that's a little a uh, little off putting to me. But... Okay,
0: the next word. Oh, hopefully you get this okay, this, this one's, one's kind of okay. So like, this isn't necessarily a word, but I guess it's like an expression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Shush. Shush. Do it. Is it sheesh? Shush. Hold on. If you were to spell it out, is it like sheesh or shush?
0: It's s h e e e e e s h. Like
1: shush. I do Shush. Like, I am. I am. Un- I am completely unfamiliar with this one. My only guess could be that if it's sheesh, it's kind of like I don't know when people say like sheesh. I don't know. I mean, people when people say sheesh in normal, it's like how sheesh, a normal way, how would I use like, it? in a, I'll use it in a sentence. Right.
0: Oh my god, big brother, outfit is gassy
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like kind of a pointless word that just kind of emphasizes what you previously said.
0: Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a hype up. Like yeah. if, if we were playing Fortnite uh-huh, right, and I just course. squad wipe. because we always we, are. Dude, you, dude, well, dude, dude, we're 10 minutes in. You talk about Fortnite twice now. Bro.
1: He <laughs> has a llama Like That's on actually his true. You do have a llama. I do. I don't really know what it is. But actually, yeah. I have a vague idea of what it is. It's like an item in Fortnite, right? Like and it gives in this, you good stuff. Like like how in Mario, it's like question mark boxes in Fortnite. Yeah. Except yeah, like yeah, so if right. it it's like really rare. There's like three um, of them on the map. So I just think it's kind of cool. It's like I like... I like objects that are like the purest version of a thing, and I feel like the Fortnite uh, llama pinata is like the purest version of what a pinata is supposed to look like. A like llama you know, pinata, you, let, me, a me, let me let me let me let me let me teach you guys like a philosophy. <laughs> so oh my god! Um, let me like, okay, okay, a, run it, run let it, me let it. me teach you a philosophy term. Right? Have you ever heard of something called a, like a Platonic ideal? No. no, Okay, so like, there's this, you know, there's the philosopher Plato, right? Oh, I, I, I yeah, like I, I, I,
0: I used to play with
1: Plato when I was a kid. Yeah, character. I like that cave thing yeah, that he does. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, like to. one, one thing that's like associated with Plato is this idea of like everything in the world has like its ultimate form, like its best version of everything exists, even if it just kind of like exists in an imaginary kind of like mental state. So I kind of feel like oh, I'm that peak. I'm okay. I'm like, I'm attracted to things that sort of like get the closest to like what I imagine the platonic ideal of a thing to be. So like that Fortnite llama piñata to me is like the platonic <laughs> ideal, ideal of what a piñata is supposed to look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: the way your brain works, man, is fascinating. Well, so what would be the platonic ideal of like entertainment? Mm. Of entertainment? Yeah. I think it like
1: depends like what type of like a campfire
0: story there. where all the cavemen
1: are telling like stories of ancient gods.
0: <laughs> Is know. that the Platonic like, ideal? No,
1: I think I think that like in the modern day, I think like the Platonic ideal of <laughs> entertainment is probably like like just a really good movie, like a a masterpiece film, right? Like I think and I think that a lot like of people like Fist Fight, no,
0: starring Ice Cube, no,
1: no, that's a
0: good movie, y'all, no,
1: like Oppenheimer or something like that. What? Like, <laughs> well,
0: Oppenheimer was fine. Was Oppenheimer so was long. great.
1: It was long, but it's like I think that. I think that, like, for example, there's, like, this appetite for there to be, like, the perfect Hollywood movie. Like, the platonic ideal of, like, the Hollywood masterpiece.
0: Oh, it's like that, like, uh, the, uh, Oppenheimer was, like, the white men of Avengers. <laughs> like, there were so many white, famous men in that movie.
1: I, I guess. <laughs> Did you, you liked Oppenheimer? Um, I thought it was so okay. Like. I, I thought it... I thought that the whole Robert Downey Jr. kind of subplot felt mm-hmm. a little unnecessary. Uh, like, I feel like the film about them making the atomic bomb, like, I felt like that was a first That was by far story. the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the Robert Downey Jr. part, like, even I, like a guy who understands politics pretty well, found that part, like, kind of hard to follow. Okay, so, so I'm not stupid. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: And I need subtitles for movies. That movie, yeah. they talk really fast I know. about fucking gibberish. And there's, gibberish. like, fucking so much. Like, Christopher Nolan's films, like, the the
1: audio is just everywhere. He it's does like not know how sound. to mix audio yeah, very yeah. well. It's a little overbearing, I agree. So, I mean, I think it was a very, like, it was a strong movie that told an important story, which is how the bomb was developed and, you know, how they went and yeah. set up the city in the middle of the desert in New Mexico and, like, all that. Like, that's that's fascinating. And, like, the guilt and, and doubt that Oppenheimer felt about his responsibility. I really like the scene where he talks to the president you know, President Truman, who's sort of depicted as this kind of like bumpkin hick kind of guy, which he <laughs> was. and Bump, like, how, and like you That's know. what you do on the toilet when you masturbate, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Why'd, yeah, you have to, why'd you have to ruin that? I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to make a serious point I'm here. I'm sorry. Oh, I take said, it back. You said something that sounded like something You else. said blumpkin, do you know, No, bro? I said bumpkin. Do you, you know said... what a bumpkin is? No, yeah. but do you know, blumpkin, you know what a blumpkin well, is? Do you know what a blumpkin is? My thing is more important to teach you than... Okay, the other. sure, okay, sure sorry, 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 Like, sorry, a bumpkin sorry. is, like, a kind of, like, hickish person. Like, somebody who, like, lives in a small Ooh. town and is very sheltered. And it's like, right?
0: I hate you people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah. the way that, that President Truman in Oppenheimer, if you remember that scene, he's sort of so. portrayed as, like, a very bumpkin. He's just, like, this hickey politician, and he doesn't really sort of think much. It's like, yep, yeah, I dropped the bomb on the Japanese and that shut them up, you know? Whereas like Oppenheimer is like, you know, this intellectual who's like spent all this time thinking of like guilt and anxiety about this bomb and how it's going to cause all this chaos in the world. And then President Truman's just like, mm, that's good, you know? So, and I think, And I think that the film did a good job of sort of like capturing, like how you have like a kind of, like scientists and intellectuals, like serious people, think differently about this kind of stuff than you know politicians yeah. do. Even though the politicians are the ones that you know make the decisions of war and peace, you know you have these scientists who actually create the weapons of war and peace. And there's kind of a disconnect between how those two groups think about this sort of thing. You think World War III is about to happen? Who no. you think? Whose side are you on?
0: Because, dude, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm all, I, I don't. I, I'm going to be on the winning side. I'm going to tell you right. this. Okay, but here's my. Question. I'll switch all right. allegiances. because I actually I'm curious. All right. Let's say China, like and japan yeah they're close to each other they yeah. would fight yeah. right? you know yeah
1: yeah
0: how are we gonna tell who's who
1: what do you what do you mean
0: like like okay if i'm a chinese general you know yeah uh-huh. i'm a chinese general okay and i'm like okay guys good plan
1: yeah
0: let's make our military uniforms the same as the japanese
1: yeah. now what I mean, this, I mean, I know you're, I know you're joking, but like, this was actually like a thing that came up during World War II because, you know, the Chinese and the Japanese were on opposite ends of that war as well. The Chinese were our allies, the Japanese were our enemies. Really? And so, yeah. And so it's actually kind of, and it's, it's funny when you actually go back and like (laughs) read the media reporting and stuff about this and a lot of it is kind of like weird and racist because it's like how to tell a Chinese from a Japanese like, <laughs> what, was, what was that what was like the, the well, it, signs, was, it was like all this like kind of like pseudo-scientific like phrenological they kind sushi. of sushi bullshit <laughs> no it was like stuff like oh like look at their face and like the Jap has a face that has like this kind of shape and the Chinaman has a face that has this kind of shape you know it's just like it's like all like really like racist <laughs> stuff but it's like that was an issue I guess that they thought was a real thing at the time like having to sort of separate because you know they worried about like spies and yeah. you know if you're like in America and like you know there's an Asian guy sitting beside you at the restaurant and you're talking about the war plans it's like is he a friend or is he a foe and so you have to kind of like come up with some sort of like racist way to identify <laughs> if that person I want I need to find one of these old advertisements <laughs> and then that we have to so get a funny. Japanese person and
0: then me and we need to see if people if it works well I feel
1: like not. I mean a lot of people
0: think Derek's Korean because he is Korean yeah, yeah what like, did you think I was did you know I was yeah. Chinese I mean I
1: don't I don't think about this kind of thing right because I you don't I, see color he doesn't see race no you I just me.
0: fist bump me fist bump me you don't see
1: color brother <laughs> That's But that's like a bad thing to say. Did you see how like our premier or our old premier, Premier Horgan, in a debate oh, a while jo- ago. Jo-
0: Joe Horgan John, like, Horgan. John Horgan.
1: he He in a debate a while ago, a political debate, he said, I don't see color, which in his that's mind, which in his mind was like a very progressive, enlightened thing to say. But then he had to apologize for saying that because saying that is now seen as a kind of like racist thing to say. Which, and then in like 10 years it'll be fine. Yeah, And then in 10 like I, years it'll be I feel it'll like I can't back. keep no, up because these it's days. like the the, added, the the sort of the the mindset now is that by saying I don't see color, you're sort of like absolving yourself of responsibility of like inequalities and in race and this kind of thing. it actually like, makes sense. You're well, supposed to time, be like aware like... of 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 color because like only by being aware of color are you aware of like the differences and, you know, systemic injustices and that yeah. sort of thing,
0: right? Well, for me it's like if you don't see color, but then you walk into my house and it smells Asian. Like, aren't you going to be yeah, confused? Yeah, this house smells
1: Chinese, does <laughs> right? it not?
0: Does it not, JJ? Be honest. I, I don't
1: have a very good sense of smell, but...
0: Uh, oh, I'm telling you it does. Yeah, it smells like dim sum in here. It smells like a well, dim sum. Well, I, I mean, thought.
1: it's because of, like, the food and stuff, right? It's not like the people exude. No, no, no it's the people. <laughs> the <laughs> exude. No, they, they exude, exude <laughs> bro. It's the sort of things that, like, different cultures will have in their homes create distinctive smells, yeah. you know, and then you associate that smell with the race and all of that. What, is, what do you think your house smells like? my house yeah probably smells musty a lot of people. <laughs> he knows, musty. He you knows know musty. musty is like a normal word that's hey, not wait, like a do, slang you, do you know do you know glow up yeah of course like a glow up is like when you were kind of like a, a dork as a as a kid like we glue you, up we
0: did glow up we is glue up so? yeah. real bad we glowed up yeah, yeah, yeah. like I mean, dude i was so ugly big brother like, like it was crazy. when i was on hinge when i was 19 yeah i had like two girls message me in like two weeks mm-hmm. swear to god what like i glowed up yeah no no 100%. i was a really ugly guy back in my back in my heyday bro yeah back in my ass cheeks day i was just an ugly big bruh. but i was talking about like when i was 19 i was ugly when i was 19 yeah. Yeah. i wasn't ugly i think i'm like i still have improvement to do but like i was really ugly like like even like three months ago bro yeah well, that's good <laughs> i'm glad you're continuing <laughs> to
1: glow up i mean that's a very old thing as well like see like this is the thing with like younger people and, and this kind of stuff is that a lot of the trends <laughs> that they think of as being these like very new kind of like exciting sort of observations are very you guys old. had them befo- you well, had like, when, before well it's like okay like here's an example like when i was when i was when i was a kid my sister my younger sister used to watch a lot of uh mrs mccullough talk shows or like like you know like oh, okay. like stuff like jerry springer jenny jones sally jesse Rachel- Raphael. i think her name was uh these are like shows that mean nothing to you i mean yeah the
0: of- generous ellen DeGeneres. no this was
1: like jimmy kimmel Alan, ellen like oh, these God. were like much much sort of trashier shows right these were sort of like daytime talk shows that like you know kids skipping school and unemployed housewives would sort of watch. Right. Mm, yeah. And like one, very consider particular on Jenny Jones, Maury Povich was another one that's very popular was they used to do this shtick that I remember quite liking where it'd be called geek, to chic. geek <laughs> be to chic, where it would be very corny, but it would be like, they'd have like, they'd bring on some, some like a girl or guy, who's, like, you know, now in their, like, 20s or 30s or whatever, who used to, like, bully some kid in high school. And then they'd say, let's bring them out now. And then they would dramatically, like, crash through this, like, old, like, high school photo of them looking like a dork. And then they'd burst through, and they're now super hot. Bam. And they confront their bully, and they'd be like, you used to make fun of me. Now look, look at, at me, me now. I You'll never get a you date up. with that's me. That's you know? That is great
0: television. Dude, that's actually, they should do that. That, that would actually be good. Television. Like,
1: if someone made, like, a show called Glow Up, like, that, that would be pretty probably long. is one but I it would, wouldn't be
0: like bring the bully you know in. which yeah. show I wish was real what? the Hunger Games I Dude, wish the Hunger Games were real because
1: everybody's like
0: oh it's unethical I would never watch that me personally I would watch I would that. pay like 50 bucks a month subscription to watch Hunger Games to and watch just, people kill each other and you know what Th- that show would be know, the best for thing for me ever. it's not even about the killing I would have like we, I would be like I would love betting on it. Like, the props. Yeah, Yeah. I got JJ plus three kills, bro. (laughs) You
1: guys are, like... That's a good KD ratio. You guys are, like, missing the entire, like, point of that show. The Hunger Games would be the coolest thing ever. I I would look forward to it every year, This is not the message that the movie is trying to impart. What is the message? The message of the movie... No, the message of the movie is that, like, wouldn't it be dystopian if, sort of, society decayed to such a point that people were, like, actively like watching people kill each other for entertainment. That would be well, the yeah, coolest thing. The thing, thing is, in
0: Hunger Games, I'd be like the rich district. You know, we'd be we'd uh-huh. be nice up there, yeah, so yeah. we wouldn't be the miners. Yeah, like we would know? like we're, we live in Canada, bro. Yeah. Like we would
1: watch other countries. shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean. It's distasteful. I, I've never I've never seen the Hunger Games, but like oh. it's it's okay. Yeah. Catching well, fire. I mean, like the the thing that the pro- here's here's my my critique of the Hunger Games. Having never you never it. seen it, okay. I know, I know, but it's like from what I understand from like other people's review of it is that like the politics of of that show like make no sense. Like there's no actual social commentary. It's just like bad people are bad good people are good and that there's kind of like no moral complexity to that well it's
0: also written for teenagers
1: yeah who like but i think that that's not helpful for teenagers right because i I do think that you know when like for social commentary political commentary to be useful i think it's important that it acknowledge that there's some degree of nuance to the world right and so presumably well is there though i think so the boys I personally But think it's like, that like in, in, in Hunger in Games time. world, like in Hunger Games world, it's just like there's like evil, like rich people who are like oppressing the like the poor people for their own kind of pleasure yeah, and entertainment, yeah. right? Like there's never any sense that like their wicked government is set up in legitimate opposition to something that they are rightfully afraid of, right? Like President Snow and all that, like they're just kind of like bad guys. Yeah, he's just right? like a fucker. Yeah, I yeah. think
0: from what I've seen a lot, and when I say when I've seen, I mean TikTok, but yeah, a exactly. lot of Gen Z people, I think- there's a person for every movie that relates something to like, oh, this is a actually this is actually anti-capitalist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but, this is, but this, this, this is this my point, right? I, like
1: I, I think it's not useful for young people if they're given like pop culture that just presents the world in these very clear black and white you know, moral versus immoral kind of terms. Because I do think that like politics is not about that. There's just like some bad people that are just doing bad things because they're bad. It's usually because they think that they're doing something that's right, but there's like trade-offs and that they're kind of indifferent to the suffering of some people because they're pursuing some gain for something else. I don't know. I Maybe I'm not sort of explaining this well, but I, I think that that's... I think it's important that we acknowledge that there does exist sort of nuance in politics. And a lot of times when bad things happen, it's because that there's been, like, a lot of sort of lead up to that, you know? Like, my brain is crumbling. No, like, well, i like,
0: trying... No, like, a war. Like, a war breaking like out. Like, a war, shit. right? Like, like that's an yeah. example. There was right? a it's bunch like, of little shit that went down, yeah. and then the war happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, th- beef. Th- and like And, like, and there was probably, like, some... Like, you know, particularly like in a sort of like wealthy middle class society, like there's something that kind of like freaked out the kind of like the middle class that got them to kind of throw in their lot with like a terrible government because they were afraid of something and perhaps they were afraid of something legitimate. Like perhaps there was actual terrorism or sort of danger that sort of threatened the middle class and thus they voted for some terrible fascist government or something like that, right? Wait, are, we to, are we supposed to talk about Hunger Games? Well, I mean, like cause that's a <laughs> thing, yeah, bro. <laughs> like like, I, I mean, maybe, maybe I should watch the show, but it's like uh, – Whereas like something like, have you seen Handmaid's Tale?
0: I've heard no. it's really good, but I have not watched yeah. it. it. I feel like it's too scary for me, bro. It what? probably is too scary.
1: But it's <laughs> like, like Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale has a, like a sort of more complex yeah. kind of like social commentary, right? Where they sort of posit that there is this like sort of fascist government that has arisen in America in part because the sort of middle class Americans sort of like grew to fear the advancement of like women and minority rights. And so they kind of like swung really hard against it, right? Oh, Which is damn. not, it's not that like, makes sense. that's not like morally defensible. But it is a kind of like explanation of why their society works that way. Right? But why do
0: you think Trump got
1: elected? Well, I Cause... think Trump got elected for similar reasons, right? Yeah. It's like that there's like a certain cohort of the American middle class that kind of like fears Eight immigrant ch- people. Yeah, that well, I mean, fuck them, fuck the Mexicans. I mean, it's it's it's. I think that that's a significant part of it. But there is also like fear that like America is changing very quickly. Like yeah. America is is. Becoming very diverse, you know that there is a lot of uh, expectations of tolerance that didn't exist previously. You know, like if you're a guy who's in his like 60s or 70s or something, like, and you see now that you know gay people are tolerated, trans people are tolerated, you know, feminism. Two tweets run a podcast on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tolerated. (laughs) Well, no, it's like not even tolerated, but like socially accepted and sort of celebrated and and this kind of stuff. Yeah, 50 years
0: ago, I would not, I would
1: suffer. 50 years ago, bro, yeah, I'd get hung. But it's like. (laughs) <laughs> and so like people people backlash against that kind of stuff. I don't think it's justifiable, but it it does happen, right? Yeah. Like and that's politics is that's one of the difficult things about politics is sort of like how like social change has to happen, but how do you bring the kind of like cautious older conservative middle class along with that kind of social change without freaking them out? And then making them. You have, you have know, to do it gently. Well, they can just die. It's my They'll first time. Be gentle. No, they with will me. die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's <laughs> so say that again. <laughs> okay.
0: It's my first time. Be gentle with me.
1: Do you? Do you guys? I'm I'm curious though. Like, as young people, like, what your conception of uh, of like the past is. The past. Like, as like, in... like, I don't know. Like, in terms of like how kind of like like what do you think it was like in the 1980s or even the 1990s? Ooh. So I well I, I'm thinking. Okay, so I'm I'm a jock. Yeah. I play football. <laughs> I'm white in this scenario. Okay. 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 You're a white man. Because <laughs> if I'm Asian, I'm no. I'm what like, would you yeah. like if you? Would, what would life have been like if you were Asian? And, and here? Oh, I, like, I can. Yeah. I can. Are you ready? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna actually no. do it. Well, I would. I'd be wearing glasses. Yeah. Okay. And I'd be with the nerds. Yeah. And I would do the jocks' homework. Uh huh. And then they would drive off in their red convertible, uh-huh. and I would bike home. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, "Hey, mom," and then she'd be like, "Do your piano, fucking." little young one and be <laughs> like oh but i have to do the jocks homework uh-huh and then i'd go to school and i would have a crush on girls but they would never talk to me yeah and then i wouldn't get invited to parties but when there were parties there'd be a million people at some kid's house yes. and they would all drink and they'd be dancing and it'd be packed and there would yes. be red solo cups Uh huh. and then it'd be like no 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 yes, no no Bro, I was I like describing no his place. life in high school so you still did the jocks homework in high school bro no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about but no. like
1: what about for like minorities uh gay people stuff like that? Like do you have a sense that like life was measurably different for It was
0: probably fucking worse, bro. Yeah. You had to hide that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more like being a feminine man would have just been impossible. I think that would have been really looked down upon. I think mm. I mean Bucky wouldn't be able to walk down the street. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you take Bucky and put him in like Florida, could he walk down the street?
1: No. Well, yeah. if he was, like, in Miami, I think he could. Maybe if he was, Ooh. like, not in, like, rural Florida. maybe I was thinking Florida. rural. Yeah. But it's, like, Miami. I mean, like, this is the thing. It's, like, there's so much diversity between... Rural and urban places, That's right? True. Like Miami. When I went to Miami, it's like one of the most like I don't know wild places I've ever been to in terms of you know very LGBT friendly, like just lots of oh, party Miami. people. Miami, we're up Miami. You would probably like. Well, I mean, Miami's a very intense. You want to go now. with us? You want to go? On we should go to Miami, that, JJ? JJ. We should go on like a three way trip. Just a have like a trip good time. to Miami. Yeah, get yeah, your
0: first drink. <laughs> yeah, JJ. What? So did you were.
1: Did but you ever go to a party in high school? Yeah, of course. Did I you did. just drink water what?
0: the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> was it
1: anything like how I described? No, it, I mean, it was like no. that. But I mean, like you guys surely went to parties when you
0: were in high school. No, no, I didn't go to a single fucking party, bro. JJ, I was not cool in high school, bro. Yeah, yeah,
1: but but you're aware that like those things existed. Even yeah, if you weren't I there. would watch
0: everyone's Snapchat story of them <laughs> yeah. partying, and I'd be like, Yeah, cool, that's well, Friday night. But it still wasn't like the bed. movies
1: how they would portray it. Yeah. Right. Do you think it was similar to the movies at all? Like how? Life well, I mean, was? like movies always kind of play everything up like everything is more theatrical like people like they love more extreme they fight more extreme you know like just like wealth and power and success and good and evil like all these things are more extreme in movies than they are in real life and you know obviously you're trying to create captivating images so like a party becomes like a very extreme version of project x oh yeah what is that it's like this crazy fucking movie you gotta watch it bro oh what do you think is different about how we are compared to how you were? Mm. Well, I think like the biggest difference like is is just the existence of like phones and social media. Yeah. Like there was no like internet when I was in high school, like internet like barely existed. Like it was like a brand new you thing. You had to yeah, get like, Playboys, I- dude. I couldn't like use the internet when my parents were like were you using a Playboy the Playboy demon? I-, I don't know what that is. You don't what? what Playboy is? I know what Playboy is, but what's Playboy demon? No, well, oh, it's like like you were, demon. oh yeah, it's just like it's just I, like
0: like if I was eating a lot of hamburgers, I'd yeah. be a hamburger demon. Okay, so
1: we've got like <laughs> like we've what? got like three different like, <laughs> like mythical creatures you, now: yeah, trolls, trolls, goblins, goblins did, demons. You, like, what were
0: you grinding back in the day? Like, what do you mean grinding? Oh, okay. So grinding is like if I st- played Fortnite for ten yeah. hours, I'd be grinding. I yeah, guess I'm I mean grind. like that's the thing,
1: like because there was no internet really in those days, and the internet was like really slow, and there wasn't a lot to do on it. I played a lot more video games than I do now, right? Like, Were you I just, the NES? Or like, what was it? Well, by that time, it was like probably the Nintendo 64 would have been like the newest, Ooh, hottest You like play play? Ocarina of Time? Yeah, I played Ocarina of Time. I played no Banjo-Kazooie was the game I was playing. Oh my, wait, of.
0: JJ, you're hip, bro. You're so hip. You're is pretty this, hip now. This stuff
1: is back, back in style. Yeah, you're a hip guy, bro. Yeah, because
0: a lot of the things that people, you know, what's really in like, yeah. um, old cameras, like yeah. film cameras, yeah. vinyls. Um, that you shit know, makes you its know, way back I think around. it was literally just because of Stranger Things. <laughs> I, I swear to God, <laughs> Stranger Things really put a yeah. lot of it really that. brought like like, um, what do you call it? It's like a, Nostalgia. it's like a Walkman. It's like yeah, a yeah, Walkman. Yeah. Walkman. Walkman. Like yeah. those, like Stranger Things and like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like yeah. brought back. That I like, age, I swear.
1: I like I like some of the stuff in Stranger Things because that is like when I was a kid. Like that was the. Did era you play D and I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, was. I would have
0: cooked you, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's like no, it's like Stranger Things. Like the vibe of Stranger Things, the atmosphere is the very nostalgic for me because like I remember some of that stuff when I was a kid, and I kind of <laughs> miss it. And I think like that's why Stranger Things is very popular with my generation is because it allows yeah. us. Did a
0: demogorgon like, take a kid yeah. from your school? Bro. Yeah, well, demogorgon it, mode. sometimes, yeah.
1: and I would eat lots of frozen waffles and all that. So it was. Uh, <laughs> It's pretty pretty sentimental. What but about like <clears throat> synth, like synth? like you know like yeah, yeah yeah like was that really in? Yeah, like, that was really like, in. Like, synth? like what's that song? But it's like I ran. Yeah yeah the the Bush song. What is her name? Kate Bush. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Know. she was the the musician that did that. Um, but man, I remember synth pianos like being very popular. Oh, like, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I stuff that. always everybody comes would, back because right
0: now. Been. We have, like, a thing called Y2K, you know what that is? Yeah, well, I mean, I know it Wasn't, Y2K, I guess, when,
1: wasn't Y2K when the power was going to go out or something? This <laughs> is <It was> very <laughs> yes. funny to me.
0: The, show, so, the power I was want, out. Okay,
1: hold on. I want to hear you guys describe what you think Y2K was. <laughs> okay,
0: I think Y2K was when the monks created a calendar. No, shut up. Tell me what it really was. <laughs> no, genuinely. Okay. I'm not kidding. From right. my understanding, okay. I, okay. I thought that Y2K was that the monks in, like, Tibet created a calendar. And okay. then the calendar... A- ran out of time, uh-huh. so everyone was like, "Oh my god, the world's gonna end!" How, how, how did they
1: run up. out of time? I don't know, <laughs> they, man. They all died out. I thought it was. Extending and the then calendar. I remember watching
0: the news. I was actually stressed out because at the time I'm like nine years old when Y2K is yeah, happening. We were right, like I was like 10. nine t- ten You were and when were you guys born? In 2002. Well, in you, his Y2K, in my Y2K, in my Y2K, we... in my Y2K, in my Y2012. Hold on, so
1: what? Oh, so, he's so just, then so then this is
0: not the, this is I not I thought the power was going to go out what? and then I remember watching the news and then um I I switched to like Ontario, because Ontario is five hours ahead. Yeah, and they're like, "Yo, guys, three. we're still here, three hours ahead." They're okay, like, "Yeah, is... guys, we're still here. Everything's okay." I'm like, "Oh my god, thank god!" And then you switched to China. No, at the at the time, I hugged yeah. my best friend and yeah. I was like, "I love you so much," because I thought it was over, bro.
1: This is so muddled <laughs> and incoherent. They started... So that's 2012.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was in um I was in Hawaii uh-huh. and there was a guy like parachuting and I was like, "I'm fucked. It's it." Cause, uh, dude, if a tsunami hits Hawaii, I'm screwed. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why would you
1: take me to Hawaii in 2012? Why, why, why? You guys, you guys have like appropriated an important part of my generation's okay, culture. And here's my answer into your crazy like know. 2012 bullshit.
0: I kind of know. So like, it's sort of like when all the, the devices would switch from 1999 <laughs> to yes. 2000. Yes. Oh, is so that I'm, what like, it is? Some like yes. paranoid guy made a theory
1: that like when it switched, all the all the devices would crash and the planes fall yeah. out the sky yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Who came up with that? I mean, I think it was like probably a somewhat. Li- I mean, like there's a lot of debate as to whether or not it was overblown, or if the only reason why it didn't cause any problems was because we actually took it seriously as a priority. But it's true. Yeah. It's like in the, the the theory of it was that you know, sort of the primitive 90s and 80s era computers, uh, you know, they cut a lot of corners, right? And one of the ways that they cut corners in order to make them cheaper and you know work was to not uh, make the calendars work into the 21st century. So it's like they didn't program in calendars oh, that could go beyond, you know, dates that began. Oh with damn, I was so off. Yeah. And so like <laughs> the, the fear, but like the fear was that what would happen is that like these computers would all crash, like because they would go like, you know, January 31st, 1999, January would... 32nd. <laughs> yeah. Or like, and it would go like, you <laughs> like it just wouldn't yeah. know what to do. And it would like crash. And then the planes would fall out of the sky and blah, 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 blah. And so this was like a really big fear at the time. And so governments and businesses spent a lot of money, like reprogramming their computers and doing stuff like that in order Ooh. to make sure. That no problems would happen. Did people
0: actually like not go on planes around that time? Just Probably, they were, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I remember listening to the radio that night, and they were like doing like, okay, latest updates. Uh, so far, nothing bad has happened. <laughs> bro, listen but, to the uh, radio. Is there, anything equ- to radio? Yeah. is there anything
0: equivalent to like that? Like
1: recently, I don't. I this don't... is like, yeah, dude, my thing. No, no, no. Oh, but, his 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 thing. Thing. That's like, but that's <laughs> like, but that's <laughs> like, like months, bro. But that's like, like hocus pocus stuff. This was like a legitimate kind of like technological concern. But it's like the technology of now is just so much more sophisticated that I don't think we worry about little simple things like that but that was like it was like a big deal and people didn't know exactly what was going to happen there was I used to listen to the radio a lot you know this was what I did in high school (laughs) when I would get home I would like listen to radio shows and stuff talk shows on the radio Mm because there was no podcasts of course in those days so I'd have to listen to radio shows and there was this one sort of like somewhat kind of conspiratorial radio show that Mm -hmm. I used to listen to a lot because it was entertaining you know, in the same way that people like mm-hmm. listen to Alex Jones or Joe Same way people listen to beer sauce. <laughs> wait, bro. what's yeah. the
0: Alex Jones meme that's
1: really big and it's him yelling? Other the friggin' frogs gay? Oh, the friggin' frogs gay! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> friggin frogs gay. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I listened, when I was younger, I listened to some of that kind of stuff on the radio. Yeah. I think even Alex Jones had a radio show initially before he became whatever he is now. The fr- but, he uh, made the frog gay, frogs. bro. But anyway, like, there was, like, some of the conspiratorial kind of, like, radio shows I would listen to, they often were saying, like, oh, society's gonna collapse in Y2K, and you gotta make sure you have your gun and your, like, bag of gold, and, you know, you're, <laughs> yeah. all, like... Stocked up. Yeah, people yeah. did stock up. People would have, like, their, like, Y2 K and this kind of thing because they thought that like civilization was going to collapse that'd be the purge
0: mm-hmm. you know and which would also objectively i think the purge would be cool if that purge? was a real thing dude just y- you would get destroyed no no dude you would get essayed and then killed no probably.
1: i would sort of call it for the purge bro okay <laughs> well, <whatever. Wait. laughs> the point is it didn't happen but it was like a big deal at the time but but anyway the the point is is that you know going back to what you said before like biggest difference is just that My era, like the era when I was young and even, you know, when I was your guys age, just is so much more technologically primitive compared to the time you guys inhabit. So it's like, it's so hard for me to imagine what high school would be like having phones, having social media, like being able to like talk to your friends when you're not in school anymore. And like, not only talk to your friends, but like see pictures of them and their social lives. And like, you're, you're aware of like parties you missed out on because you can see pictures of those parties. Every time,
0: every Friday, y'all, every Friday, the FOMO,
1: right? Like that was just not like you'd hear, I guess, like people would talk about things, but it's like not being sort of subjected to that kind of relentless kind of like social media, you know, pressure and, you know, this kind of stuff. Like it's, it's, it's hard to relate to and it it kind of makes me a little, I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. Like I'm glad that I had a break from high school life when I got home. Whereas I think the kids today, like high school life follows them home. It's in their phone all the time. Yeah. You know, it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's everywhere, right? I think it's, for me, it's hard to relate to the FOMO thing,
0: not necessarily because I was getting invited to the parties, mm-hmm. but I just like never wanted to go. Like I wanted to go home and play games. Yeah. So when I would see like, first of all we didn't our high school was not very partyish, and i'll say that so we had like one group of yeah. partyers, and yeah. then that was it but it's like for me i don't i understand the fact that you know you're always connected and i think there's so many benefits like i get to call this guy hey you want to hang hang out what would you do mm. like you send a like do we just show up to people's house no, you have to send them like an owl yeah like jj had to send people owls hey, to hang you just want to hang
1: out with somebody how did you did you just go to their house well no people would like just tell you like they'd say, oh like there's gonna be a party at did David's you have house. a did you have a pager? <laughs> I didn't have a pager yeah i guess I guess though that like you'd have to you'd have to like i guess carpool with people who would like know where the house was and stuff like that i mean like that's the thing that i was so like I lived in Japan oh, uh, yeah. when i was in in two thousand and eight. Right when I had graduated just from high school, just around my Y2K. Wait, did you get hit with the Japanese earthquake? When was that? No, that actually happened like right after I left, Dude, so it was very convenient. That? Um, but no, it's like I was so I was like rereading my Japanese journal because, like, when I was in Japan, you have I a kept, Japanese journal? Well, I kept like,
0: I kept like, shut up, I kept like,
1: <laughs> I kept like notes of what I was doing when I was in Japan when I lived there in 2008, 2009, and then I was reading it recently, rereading it. And it was just remarkable to me, like how often I would have entries that would be like, I tried to find this store that like somebody told me about, but I couldn't find it. So I was just kind of like wandering around for hours. And then I got lost and couldn't find my way home because like there was no phones. Right. So like I, there was no GPS, like there was no way to just kind of like oh, so track just things. Can you
0: imagine that? I know. I would
1: cry. It feels so primitive now because like, obviously, like I'm very used to the modern world yeah. and it's like I'm as dependent on the phone now and the Apple google maps and all this as anyone else but it's just weird to me to imagine that there was a time in my life where i didn't have any of this stuff and i just kind of had to like figure it out like i just people would just give me vague instructions on how to get to things or i'd have to like write down like okay take a left turn at you know this street and then go for you three were your own gps i was my own gps right i literally can't imagine living like that
0: like i, I would, can't grasp i would, I would never We've go anywhere because i would be afraid of being lost actually you one would. time i was in the car with my mom i think i was like eight yeah and my mom was driving and this is, we were in like the shitty Toyota at the time. Like Yo. it was my mom's first car. Like it was like 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. You, it was the shittiest Toyota. It made like a little bit of weird noises, but no, it's like yeah. whatever. Like, it's like my seatbelt won't work, so my mom would just do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? So if you're about to crash, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she just does that, right? But um, one time she, we're driving, she just starts tearing up and I'm like, are you okay? Well, like I was like seven at the time. She's like, yeah, th- I'm lost. I don't know where we're going. I'm
1: like, okay, this is fucking sucks. And then we're like trying to find our way for like an hour, two hours. So it's scary. And you'd, you'd have to just like, I remember like going on trips with my, my parents and they would like, you know, you'd have to go to like a gas station and like ask someone for directions and like hope that you could remember what they said or like write it down or like look at these terrible like paper maps that you would keep in the club compartment. And I don't know. It's just like, I'm, I think every generation feels this way to some degree, but I feel like I'm glad that I grew up at a time sort of before the computers sort of took over everything. So like I can remember kind of like the primitive times while also being, having been young enough that I could like learn how to use all the technology without it seeming. You know, because, like, my parents' yeah. generation, I think that they're still kind of intimidated by the technology. Like, it feels new. because how do like, I send an
0: email? I yeah. try to teach my grandma how to use an
1: iPad. Yeah.
0: Shit's fucking impossible. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't teach her how to use Here's an the, iPad. I think we, like, barely made the cutoff. Because yeah. when we were, like, five, we didn't have any of these phones. I got iPads. my first phone when I think I was 12, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. the kids, like, the iPad kids are bad now, JJ. Yeah. They're so yeah. bad. Like, they'll yeah. be in the movie theaters iPad, iPad, like Coco Melon. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to watch Hunger Games right now. No, yeah, like, what's your take on that? I feel like, I feel like. We're fucked. I feel like the next because we ba- barely made it. Yeah, because yeah. when we were we we actually went outside
1: mm-hmm. when we yeah. were kids. We but... I I I only went outside yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's like your generation, and this is what I mean. It's like every generation kind of feels like that they were born at the perfect time. Like they it's feel true. like that they were born at like a like a key kind of like a cutoff period, right? Yeah, and it's true. It's like you guys obviously had phones when you were much younger than I was. But at the same time, like you weren't like given a phone in the cradle the way that the children today are. And it's tough because, you know, it's like I'm at an age now where a lot of my friends have children. And a thing that they often say is like when they have kids, they're like very righteous. It's like, well, I'm not going to have any screens for my kid until they're like, you know, 15 Mm. or whatever. But then it's like, the kid is cre- screaming in the backseat of the car and it's driving you nuts. And you realize just how easy it is to shut them up by just handing them the <laughs> phone or the iPad. Yeah. And that becomes a temptation that's very hard to
0: resist. Well, it's, it's, it's like a crutch. It's a parental yeah. crutch. Also, raising a kid, hardest fucking is, thing ever. I feel so bad for my but mom. I, I'm so I do that sorry, with but... my brain. Like, if I have demons in my head, I'm like, uh-huh. iPad, iPad, <laughs> yeah. iPad, TikTok. Yeah. But no. like, it's a crutch that I think parents rely on reasonably.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, and we can't be too judgmental because- like the only reason why earlier generations didn't raise their kids that way was because they just didn't have the yeah, technology. I mean. Like right? I was the
0: kind of I'm the kind of guy to leave my kid in the hot car by accident. You know? <laughs> like, well, I'm that kind of guy, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I would be an awful fucking parent. So I totally get why just handing yes. an iPad to shut them the fuck up yeah. is yes. great, right? Yeah. But yeah. Then, like you're crying in the airplane, yeah. like, but then yeah, choke them out, yeah. right? But then it leads to this problem when they're like 15. And they're like, oh, I'm aging for ting <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. And I mean it's I mean, I feel that way. Like I feel like I'm as addicted to the Oh no! To so the phone. What's G- your TikTok screen, screen time? I don't use TikTok. But... What do you use
0: like? So you you can't be addicted unless you use TikTok. No. 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 JJ would use like I Funny Bro. <laughs> <laughs> JJ would use <laughs> I Funny bro. bro. He would go on r slash funny memes, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> so that's like what you would use. Is that what you use? No, no it's Google like I use I use
1: some... like I use like Instagram too much. I use like Twitter too much. Like those Ooh, are, oh, you Twitter would, you used...
0: Someone Max. commented on the last episode of Beer Sauce, the uh, suppressing emotion is not gas. Uh-huh. I don't know when this will come out, but um, they were like, someone was Twitter? like, are you guys on Twitter? And I replied, I was like, fuck, no, we're not on Twitter. Bro. Gen Z view Twitter as sort of like this old person thing. No, it's no, like a Facebook. toxic, Facebook, toxic Facebook, yeah. cesspool. Well, the thing is, it your is really side toxic. of Twitter... Might be different, but like, if well, po- are you, I feel it, I'm. A, I I'd assume you're on the political side of Twitter. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's the worst. Yeah, side of Twitter. it's it like yeah, it's like a toxic, just waste of people's opinions. Yeah.
1: And I'm trying to like withdraw. Actually, I, I'm doing a bit of a, a, a Twitter detox right now. Ooh, let's go. Where it's like me and and my friend, like we've sort of made mutual agreement that we're gonna like not use Twitter for like a month. And I did that previously with him. Like we did a mutual kind of like t- uh, Twitter withdrawal. And then you know when the thing ended, I went back on TikTok or back on Twitter, and I was just kind of like this isn't worth it like i don't i don't i'm not enjoying this experience and so (laughs) withdrawing from it feels good it feels like i don't know it feels Mm -hmm. like it's better for my mental health and i used to think like oh if i'm not using twitter all the time i'm gonna like miss the important like political yeah you're gonna miss out on what's going on but it's like Instead of like getting my news from Twitter, I'm now just like reading the newspaper more and like I listening the, to podcasts and the stuff. The newspaper more. is
0: dying. Well, that not the newspaper, not, not
1: like the physical newspaper, yeah. but like you yeah. know, newspaper websites, the and Daily stuff.
0: Mail or something, no. CNBC, yeah. or Washington, Washington Post. One? Wait, JJ, Post. Yeah. could I can I ask you one more Gen Z slang yeah, word? do. Okay, we had like three more, but I'm just gonna ask you the last <laughs> one. Um, it's poppin' bees. Do you know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. You want us to use in a sentence? It's like. Mm, if i walk into your house i'm like what's that smell and then he'll be like and then i'm I'm like it kind of smells like poppin bees and then ask me what poppin bees is what and what is it what's poppin bees welcome back to beer sauce my name is my name is nicholas Bossabot. hello friends my name is dr derek zoo and today we are joined with jj mccullough yeah that intro was for an hour in but we did it dude for now our in. notes for our notes we had slang game as the first one we thought that would take five minutes uh-huh. like I had to it cut out happens. the last three words because it took 50 minutes yeah. to do the slang game because we got sidetracked no, But it's so that's hard. how it is that's, that's how good. it is that's a podcast but it's bro. the
1: conversation flowing naturally yeah but if oh. like I just had to do the
0: intro because I looked at the time I'm like oh yeah we have got 53 minutes bro like I got it well we got to restart the cameras but re- I have a Y2K theory okay. Okay. it's gonna be why I don't know I just have a theory sure. what's your theory <laughs> is it a game theory what's game map No, no 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 <laughs> so my theory is our y2k for our generation is going to yeah. be like tesla is going to get like hacked uh-huh. and everyone's going to be like oh my god like they're going to take my autopilot yeah and oh and they're going to turn into, a into like a transformers yeah well they're going to be like they're going to take my autopilot and yeah, like yeah. drive me off like the highway yeah and i'll die and then everybody's going to avoid tesla and then their stocks gonna crash and then the S P 500 is going to crash and we're going to hit a recession uh-huh. just because somebody hacked a tesla I mean,
1: but the thing is, is that like Y2K was like an organized campaign. Like it was something Um, that was like always in the newspaper, you know, President Clinton was talking about it all the time on TV. Like it was, it was not just kind of like a crank theory of something that could go wrong. It was like a very plausible theory of what could go wrong. And was taking. No, but it was like, it was, it was, it was like the big story. Of 1999, like it was impossible to avoid because all of the important people about in the world were just talking about it all the time, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I it's very hard to imagine. Like COVID kind of had a similar vibe to Y2K. Like COVID was obviously true, much when it more first started. COVID was much more serious, but. And like imposed a greater zero sort of toilet th- paper.
0: Like in, in the sense- I was I was using my hand for that <laughs> toilet paper. Yeah, like, why would you hoard toilet paper? <laughs> like, I, I literally just went. I just went. Yeah. Okay. We don't we it, don't bro. need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> my fault, JJ. My fault, JJ. JJ my <laughs>
1: <bad>. <laughs> but it was like it was comparable in the sense that like it was a bit of a kind of like moral panic, and authority figures were telling us to take it seriously. It just as COVID was right. Mm. I mean, COVID obviously lasted longer and imposed much more sort of hardship on on people. But like that was, I think Y two K. Well, I mean, you know, like nine eleven and stuff like that. Like yeah, that happened back to back. That's crazy. Where were you on nine eleven, bro? I doing? was in my last year of high school on nine eleven. Yeah, because everybody's like, I remember exactly. I remember it. I mean, it was very vivid memory. I was like, I don't know how old I was. I was in the twelfth grade, so I was like 18, 17, 18, 18, 17 yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was it was very. I made a whole video about it. You know, it was like it was mm. a very serious day. Like it, it's it's not. Where a, were you when you found out though? I was in the car because. um we were, I remember I was very, I, I was very sick that day. Like I was like clogged up. Like your, my body your body knew, your body knew. Well, it's like, normally what I would do is I would like check the news on the internet that morning before I would go to high school. Like I would load up CNN.com mm-hmm. and sort of see what was new. Cause I, even then I was sort of like getting pretty into the news and politics and things. And because I was feeling so shitty that morning, I didn't do it. So I got into the car with my mom and my sister and she was going to drive us to school and i forget like my sister or somebody like brought up it's like oh there's something like crazy going on in the news and so like we turn on the radio in the car and then we kind of hear the announcement about it and then when i get to high school uh, we used to have a big tv in the cafeteria and then they had it on cnn and there was like a big crowd of students watching it and that's yeah. when i sort of saw the the footage of the the planes hitting Jeez, the towers and all that yeah. yeah so it was and it was like it was a very grim and very sober and very dark day and you know it was for weeks you know long afterwards and of course there was the war in Afghanistan and you know and then the war in Iraq and it was just like it was just a very bleak like very dark and depressing and and very frightening time and it was like a very sort of somber cloud that uh, sort of hung over politics for for many years in, in this country and, and the world. You right? think, um, who's the president? Bush? George W. You think, Bush, uh, yeah. you think you inside knew? job, no. you think that she you know was like inside mean?
0: job? You know, no. what the, you know, the meme jet
1: fuel can't melt steel. But it's like, that was that whole sort of like crankish stuff came out very quickly. Like yeah. I remember, uh, I remember, like, even when I was in high school, like, days afterwards, people were already sharing, like, conspiratorial memes. Yeah. There's, like, I remember there was this, like... Memes al- are always a thing. <laughs> yeah. there, was this, there was, like... I mean, they weren't quite, like, memes like they are today, but, like, people would, like, share, like, graphics and stuff. Like, I remember... I forget what they were called, but I remember, like, there was this rap album cover that, like, had a cover where it showed like the Twin Towers exploding. And I remember like a lot of people were like, cover. it was like, I don't know. It sounds like it was, the Simpsons. <laughs> it was like a minor like rap band. But I remember like people in high school being like, oh, have you seen this? Like this band like predicted it was going <laughs> to happen. And I remember, you know, like Wingdings, like the font. Wingdings? Wingdings, no. Wingdings still exists. It's like a font that is just like symbols. And I, remember, oh, okay, yeah. and I remember that there, there was like something that you could type in. It was something like 9-11 or September 11 or something. But like when you typed it in, like through a coincidence, it made like the wing ding <laughs> of like a, a plane <laughs> and like fire and like a no star sure. of David God. and a the thumbs up. <laughs> and and it's like people are, like, oh, Microsoft <laughs> The knew. Jewish people did it. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, but there was like all this kind of stuff, right? So it's like now it's like the young people are kind of like rediscovering like, these 20-year-old memes <laughs> yeah. and, like, re-adopting them meme. in a kind of, like, ironic, kind of kitschy way. Yeah. But it's, like, at the time, it was just, like, it was just a very serious time. Like, it was a very scary <laughs> You
0: know a video I saw on TikTok, like, last month? What? I saw 9/11 some, I saw a 9-11 meme of the plane hitting into the building, but to a beat drop. So it was, like, oh, Fred again. God. They were playing, like, Skrillex. Uh, no. And then the plane just went... And then the beat drop. I was I like, that's fucking crazy. See,
1: like, to me, that whole day... And all that stuff is just like really upsetting and it's like i can't even like watch the footage of the plane hitting the building because like i find it just too upsetting like, like
0: i wasn't even i was yeah, in my we mom's in womb life. bro i was in my mom's womb yeah. When yeah, I was life hack
1: to. if you want to last longer in bed Think of nine eleven. Think about
0: 9-11, Ugh, Like make, you actually last longer. Don't, don't
1: make jokes. <laughs> <laughs> don't it's in very bad taste. You know, thousands, thousands of people died. Pete, Pete, Pete Davidson's father died. <laughs> he did. You know? He did. That's, how did you know? Everybody knows that. That's like a very famous thing about him. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I you're was certified. Like... We gotta
0: reset the cameras now. Oh shit.
1: Movie recording stopped.
0: Oh god. I have to pee anyways. Uh, hello everyone. Nico here with a quick editor's note. Uh, when we come back from P break, the mics just didn't pick up any sound for like five or ten minutes. Uh, but basically, we just started talking about the JFK assassination and kind of the memes surrounding that whole event. Um, hopefully, you guys don't feel too lost or anything. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you very much
1: for listening. Jack, so yeah, very cool. People said that in my day. swole Yeah, yeah. Is the microphone <laughs> working? My my bars aren't moving. Hmm? My bar, like the bars on the mic, aren't moving. Are they? Moving oh, it's, on here, this? it's here! It's here!
0: Okay. here! Okay, guys, <laughs> is what we're talking about JFK. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I think the assassination was just gaseous. Well, People liked
1: time. JFK, right? People did. It would be like if Obama was shot, right? People love Obama. Oh, people if loved... Obama was shot, I would be cheesed a little bit. Yeah. But it's like, you it's know, like... Kennedy had only been in office for two years and there was still like a lot of promise yeah, and yeah. he was, you know, young and charismatic and people liked him. And so when he was gunned down, like that was sort of seen as the end of an era, like a very promising moment for America was kind of cut short, this young progressive, you know, president in the 60s. Was murdered, and then you know things went pretty sour. You know after Kennedy was shot, the war in Mm -hmm. Vietnam escalated. You know lots of kids were drafted to go fight there. You know there was a lot of terrorism in America, unrest. You know politics became much more polarized, intense, and coarse. And so a lot of people, particularly of my parents' generation, like when Kennedy was murdered, it was sort of seen as like the beginning of the end. Like you know there was the era of sort of hope and optimism that came after yeah. World War II, you know, 1945 to like 1962 is kind of like the golden era of America.
0: <laughs> the and so, boomers.
1: But, uh, and you know, like 9-11, I think is in some ways functions in a similar way to my generation, right? Is because like the 80s and 90s were an era of sort of peace and you prosperity. Steve
0: Stephen Harper...
1: <laughs> Stephen Harper was selected in two thousand and six. That was I remember. It, no, I don't.
0: I don't. I don't know anything about politics. No,
1: no, no. It was like like the eighties. You know, was Ronald Reagan. And Brian Mulrooney And then the 90s were Bill Clinton and uh, and Jean Chrétien in this country. And it's like, that was what they called the era of peace and prosperity. Like, the economic growth was very good. People, you know, lived very comfortably. You know, I lived very comfortably. Like, I have good Ooh. memories of that. Like, it was a comfortable- Everyone
0: had their Cadillac or what's that car that everybody had? <laughs> the what? Black what's Pontiac? What's that car that everybody had that it was like the long one? And it was like the American dream
1: car. I, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Maybe it's only in Fallout.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fallout in Vegas? <laughs> yeah. No.
1: But it's like, you know, it's like, this is when, like, you know, people started getting computers for the first time. People, yeah. Everybody had a color TV. You Tetris, know? <laughs> Tetris. Yeah, Tetris, I guess. <laughs> but it's like, no, yeah, you had like video games for the first time. Like there was just like a lot of like these kind of consumer luxuries that every middle-class family now had in the 80s and 90s. You know, when people were going to better schools, they had nicer clothes, there was more restaurants to go to. Like it was a real era of prosperity in the same way that like the 1945 to 1962 era were sort of like that. Mm-hmm. But then 9-11 in 2001, and, you know, suddenly now life is no longer consumed by these kind of positive things. You know, it's now consumed by talk of war and terrorism and, you know, politics becomes much more tense and there's lots of protests and people fighting against each other and this kind of stuff. And so it's, uh, people sometimes say that the, the election of Donald Trump was a kind of comparable thing for some of the younger generation, because like Obama was regarded very positively, yes, like, yeah. and he was an optimistic, cool president that people liked and felt positive about and then you know Donald Trump was elected in a kind of shock upset, and that sort of traumatizes a lot of I think younger people especially, and makes yeah. politics seem again like more coarse, more polarized, more dark and upsetting, and people are fighting and yelling at each other more and this kind of stuff. And so I think every every generation kind of has like an arc. Like there's a positive, there's a kind of a, an era of optimism followed if, by. We an era have like of- a
0: prosperity arc in our lives. No, we just, like, like has that happened? We're like. Everything's just up for everybody. Well, the, the thing is, JJ, like, you what's your thoughts on this? I've never voted before. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've never I've voted, never voted for, I have no desire to vote. Yeah. I think it's... I think it's... Because as, a, like, a political... Like, you yeah. surround your life in the political space. You're literally a political commentator. Yeah. Like, that must, like, bug you a bit. I don't know. It, it bothers me maybe a little bit less. Which
1: I totally understand. Well, some people
0: are like, wow, that's, like, a deal breaker.
1: Yeah, I know. Some people... I, I don't know, for some reason, like that has never stuck with me in the way that it, it bothers some people. Like some yeah. people I agree are like very triggering. like there have been elections that I haven't voted in. and when I've mentioned that casually, like some people are like so offended to hear oh. that But to me, it's like I think it's important that we live in a democracy and I think democracy is important and we should all be very grateful for that. But at the same time, like if people don't feel informed enough, then I don't think it's the end of the world if they don't yeah, participate. I mean, that's the
0: reason why I don't vote yeah. is like, yeah. like I kind of want to vote with a green party just because I like the color green,
1: y'all. Oh, <laughs> like that, But that would be the reason exactly. why I voted for so the green party. So it's more
0: socially responsible for him to just not do yeah. it. Yeah, like, yeah I would vote it, for the green party just because this guy's wearing green. I guess yeah.
1: what I would sort of say is that I think that it's fine to vote if you don't feel sufficiently informed Yeah, cast an informed ballot. Yeah. But at the same time, I also think that we should aspire to become more informed because I think that democracy only works when we have, you know, most people participating, right? Yeah. And so, like, if you don't know, that's fine in the short term, but in the long term, you should aspire to be informed. You know informed. what? 2024 is Derek's vulnerability yeah, we year. We voted, we voted. Twenty twenty four 2025. What's the next election? Bro? Year? When's the next next election? election is
0: in 2025. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, 2025, 2025 voting year. Brain rot is ending yeah. okay.
1: next year, y'all. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, what percentage of voters do you think just do like want they see a TikTok, and they're like, yeah. this is who I'm voting for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's
1: it's true. Like a lot of people do vote for for stupid reasons. And it's particularly these days, like there's a lot of talk now that people vote more for how parties and politicians make them feel than like how they are on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, like the, the the vibes, right? Well like, it's 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 chill it, vibes. I mean like no matter
0: what, you can have all these fucking statistics and data, but what people at the end of the day are gonna relate to is like, emotion. Jagmeat yeah. yeah. just posted connect. a meme like yeah. that like yeah, kind of, I like Jagmeet because he like plays
1: among us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like guys, I know and, I, and and this is like one of the arguments now is that like people have always kind of suspected that that's what politics is actually about. It's about vibes, but this is the first time that you're starting to see politicians. It's popularity. It's a popularity. Well, yeah. And it's like, the point is, is that like now a lot of politicians are just leaning into that. Like they're not even trying to pretend that they're serious about like running the country or that they have like ideas and proposals and policies and this kind of thing. It's more just like, I give off the kind of vibes you like vote for me, you know, And this is like an expression of like your identity or your feelings or your emotions. And that's good enough, right? Like Trump is that way. Jagmeet is that way. I think even Justin Trudeau, to a large extent, is that way. AOC. Yeah, AOC. I think AOC even Obama. You know, I think that Obama had a lot of that as well, right? Where it's just kind of like you're voting. And as well, like this happens as politics, like we become a more sort of politicized society in some ways. But like politics is much more like you're part of your identity. Mm. Like I'm a good person and I vote for this party. Yeah.
0: I I feel like I mean I feel like you're like right dead on there. Like mm. you like you could get flamed if you have like oh yeah, wrong. We know people that wouldn't even be friends with people of like another like yeah political like opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's like to me that is crazy Mm -hmm. because that... Like, for me, in my head, that's not a very big defining trait for me. Hmm. So, I couldn't imagine not being friends with somebody solely because, like, oh, they want economic reform.
1: Yeah. Like, but it's not – but it, it probably wouldn't even be about that kind of yeah. policy sort of thing, right? It's just kind of, like, you like the conservatives, but they're evil. And oh, they're, and you're, you're racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's it's a lot of politics getting bound up in these kind of sort of social cleavages in society. Cleavage. Right? I can never use this word like, like anybody under anybody under like 30. Well, bro, like, you said
0: cleavage, Ooh, a bro. Cleavage, a cleavage <laughs> is like a
1: divide.
0: <laughs> Yo, JJ, you know what that is? No. You know what he's doing? He doesn't no. do that. Yeah, he does it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I paid eight dollars for a drink at Cineplex, so that Pierre vote is looking gas right now, bro. That's like too much money for a Coke. Yeah, like yes. suck my dick. There's no way
1: I just paid. You know that what? Much you know what? Coke. You know what Pierre calls that? He calls that the just inflation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> actually but see that's like a good it's like a meme like he literally created a meme yeah so it's he's funny oh my god that's how he gets the gen z's the like yeah the memes because my mom works at tnt yeah and i remember justin he wanted the chinese votes who so would go to all like the tnt like yeah. markets and talk to like the chinese people like yeah. here's
1: a sticker like hey y'all yeah. Yeah. a sticker a sticker of
0: what <laughs> i don't know my face or but that's but shit.
1: like like that's a lot of like the kind of the vibe based politics as well yeah. so like the politician you know just kind of Comes off as a nice guy, and then you vote for him on that. It's like, I don't know if he's actually going to do anything that's going to help my life in any way, but you know, he made the effort to like, you know, smile at me and shake my hand. Mm. And so, and he's at the pride parade, yeah, exactly. Like, all this kind of stuff, right? Like, I mean, like, to some extent, this has always been part of politics, but what a lot of people would say is like, it's just a much bigger part of politics now, because again, like, social media makes this kind of stuff a lot easier. Like, it's just so much easier for a politician to communicate, like, Images of themselves, like craft, uh, you know, in the same way that we all do this on social media, we're all crafting like a perfect yeah. brand, like a, a kind of like curated, yeah, curated yeah, like yeah. image of, of of the person that we want <clears throat> to be in the eyes of others. Right. So. That's like I want to be a mysterious Korean man. Uh-huh. You know,
0: that'd be my thing if I wanted to, to be politics. Yeah. You want to be a mysterious? People are going to vote. Actually, people will. Ooh. People now will vote for a mysterious Korean man. Yeah, probably. And I would like. No, actually, no. My what would my thing? I'd actually try to be really funny. I, yeah. And I would play like game. I would go on Twitch and I'd play games with the streamers. Yes. I would even have an OnlyFans like oh, yeah. politician with an <laughs> only, only prime minister with an OnlyFans. Oh my That would cater to people. I would just do it for the... Because I remember when Kanye ran.
1: Was that even real? It was real, yeah. Did Kanye actually run? He did. He ran for president. He got, you know, a few thousand votes. But, uh, <laughs> nice. Actually, I've been wanting to make a... Vi- uh, this actually reminds me. I want to make a video about this. Maybe I'll make it for next week. Oh. Like, just talking about, like... Like in any given election, like tons of people run for president. It's not just, you know, the two big candidates. There's always a ton of smaller candidates. And I think it would be fun to make a video just talking about all the other randos. If you that... run, I will actually vote for you. I'm not trolling. Dude, I
0: will vote for you too. Oh, well, thank I you. I feel like you would be a fantastic president, bro. And then all our fans can vote for you. Yes. Yeah, would you, you guys vote for this? You man? Would at least have like 5K people voting oh, for you well, right now. You know, that's... you would have
1: more than Kanye. Maybe that would be more than Kanye. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to, we'll... I, but I want to like look and, and see like how many votes Kanye got and like where they were. Like if there's any parts of the of America that voted for Chicago. China in particular. Illinois, English. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. There was this. There was this whole. I remember when like Kanye was running in 2020. There was like some people was like, mm, "Will this split the black vote?" You know. In some ways, it was <laughs> very, it, it was very condescending because yeah. they're like, mm, "The blacks, they'll all vote for this <laughs> like, <laughs> famous black musician, yeah. right?" And it he was made like graduation, y'all. Come yeah. on,
0: guys. He made he made champion or whatever. Yeah, but it was it was
1: very condescending because it was this kind of idea that like you know black people will just vote for any random black celebrity, right? As opposed to you know mm-hmm. that they're voting their interests or because of policy things and all that. So... Yeah, Kanye's candidacy did not take off because people, and I think a lot a lot of it too was in the same sort of kind of like racist, condescending way, was that I think a lot of the sort of the right-wingers wanted Kanye to run because there was a thinking, you know, black voters in America mostly vote for Democrats. Oh, that's true. So if you get like a guy that will split the black vote, you know, that helps Trump. So, but that didn't happen because that's a very dumb theory of <laughs> politics. So, you know, I really, when I was in high school, I really, really, really liked Ben
0: Shapiro. Like, oh i what did not like even know this okay so like there's a i think this is a, um, a man phase that happens a yeah. lot to a lot I of did men. Not I know your of your generation yeah, yeah i think absolutely like basically when you grow up and it's like you're 13 14 15 16 and you watch like h3h3 and i yeah. and you're like constant you're like consistently hard aring
1: on the internet and right. you're like
0: sjw like oh
1: i hate them right did And you, you hate you- sjw's well i thought at the time i did but like uh, why did you hate them like what did it mean to you that's a good question because i don't know i just was consuming this type of media but, like, me- but like but like what i want to ask is yeah. like when you were young did you perceive that there was like too much political correctness yes. and yes. yeah and, and how did I, that damn. how did that manifest though in your life like um well not necessarily well i wasn't a social kid but i would go yeah. on the internet yeah and then I mean I would like
0: call up like in like grade seven, like if I was getting bugged by like a girl, I'd be like, Oh, you're a feminist. Oh yeah. You're yeah. such a feminist.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, that's Like crazy. Yeah, you're a blue haired feminist. Yeah. So
0: like I didn't even have these thoughts. Well, you weren't. But I did, was, you
1: I was like, not did you in feel the like did you feel like loop. that this was like a thing that like your teachers were pushing or no, like, no, no, the media no, no. was pushing? I or had like, like why well, I was like on 4chan at like twelve. Oh really? But so. see, like the, my my point is is that like Ben Shapiro, 4chan, like all these kind of like right wing people, like they complain about Society, right? Yeah, like they say, Oh, there's too many feminists, there's too much LGBT stuff, there's too much woke, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I'm what I'm saying is that, like, for those arguments to resonate with you, I have to actually for, see that. Yeah, right? and so did you see that kind of no. stuff when you were young? So, why Not did those really. arguments resonate with you? I then? think I want to just be edgy. I think yeah? you were, you were like, just like easily gassed. Like, I don't know if the you child. remember
0: the, the t- uh, the YouTuber, like, Leafy is here. Yeah, I know of him, yeah. Yeah, so, like, there was just, like, an edgy sort of, like, uh, culture going on yeah. on the internet at the time, and I wanted to be part of that so bad. Yeah. So, I really like that, like, Milo dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, Milo, you know. Chris, <laughs> um, yeah. I really like Ben Shapiro, the Steven Crowder. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. changed my mind. Like, there's only two genders changed my mind. And literally, like, I didn't even know people that were LGBTs. And it wasn't even affecting me. But I was like, no, like, I can't have yeah, this I, in my I life. I don't know where these came. Like, obviously, I, I watch iDubbbz as well in mm-hmm. high school. It's kind of like an arc that every young man has to go through, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. where you do consume these, like, insanely, like, hateful kinds of content. Yeah. But, but this... IDubs was kind of the furthest I went. I never really went down this trail i really pipeline. i really looked at it and i was like "Hmm, this looks gaseous y'all but yeah. i never actually fully went down there because i didn't know this was like a
1: thing it bro. made me feel different from everybody else well this That's is why i like it this is this is very fascinating to hear right mm. because this kind of goes and then look at him now y'all well no but i mean <laughs> it's <I'm> it's twinkie. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because kind of like you're sort of saying is that even if this kind of like social critique didn't really like resonate with you in mm-hmm. terms of being a useful critique of anything that you were seeing yeah you were still founded compelling just because it was like edgy yeah and you could tell it was like provocative and kind of naughty and this sort yeah. of thing right and like that was attract what was attracting to you
0: i think also the hatred behind it because i like had a lot of anger as a mm-hmm. kid mm-hmm. so like that was a way to get it out like i hate these people yeah and i was like I was like genuinely like a racist, yeah. For like the couple of years when I was yeah. a kid, and those views That's, made it's a, it's, a, it's a it was an arc every young man went through yeah. in the day, and it made me feel better about myself at the time somehow. Mm. Mm. But I was like
1: a kid, so I'm don't put don't cancel me, y'all. And then but then so what kind of made you drift away from that sort of stuff, <laughs>
0: like. Being in the presence of woman, maybe, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> having a social life, because yes. a lot of my friends were the, on the internet. Yeah, like those are I only I purely internet. Yeah, friends I mean, that were you older you associate me. this kind of behavior like with a lot of degenerosity, if that's the right word, like being like a degenerate. Yeah, like on generosity. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if that is even a word, but like you associate yeah that behavior with exactly what Derek was doing. Like I feel like you lined up perfectly with that stereotype. But
1: hold on, so yeah. what are you saying? Like that you. Hey, it then, makes sense that he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then in terms of like what turns him off it eventually. It's I mean, just like
0: be, now be now he's like stepped out of the world yeah, of yeah, yeah. Discord I used to, like, and he can like look around and shit. Because I used to use the word like normie, you yeah, know, yeah. as like a bad thing. Like, yo, you're such a normie. I think what happened to me was I went to high school and I started getting a little bit more social skills. I started getting more friends in real life. And I started realizing like the internet persona doesn't work in real life. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes you if you do that in real life because there's no anonymity. Mm-hmm. Like Like I'm me. I couldn't do that. And then I started like I felt like the touch of the woman when I was sixteen. And I was like, yeah. wow,
1: y'all. <laughs> this is what life is about. <laughs> no, that's 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 very interesting to hear. And I mean I, I do think that a lot of what helps de-radicalize young men is just interacting with reality. Yeah. And like reality does not match the caricature that I think some of these online right-wing people present. Uh, about reality right like these right-wing people say like you know all women are this way all lgbt people are this way all you know ethnic minorities are this way you know and then you know that works in the sheltered world of the internet those arguments sound persuasive because they're providing all of the evidence but the second you sort of step out of that kind of cloistered little world and see like get to actually know these sorts of people and you're like oh they're not that bad they don't seem like this kind of like they're just normal human being yeah and everybody's just trying their best and you know and people just want basic Decency, you know, they just want to be treated well. Not everybody's like this shrill, nagging harpy. Of the yeah, side, and then know? you realize that you were the annoying one, mm. right? And that's like, wow,
0: I because being a normie was like so, like it felt like that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, and then I'm like, wow,
1: wait, hold on, you had to go so loser, far right? down that
0: rabbit hole mm. to be able to look up that and was... be like, holy shit, I have a long yeah. ways to go. Yeah, that was an incel, like you know any incels, JJ? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean maybe not so much these days but like I've I've had friends that I think were kind of like on the incel arc. Oh god. Oh, oh, and god. uh you know because I mean it was it was I mean it was like it was less a part of my generation than it was of your generation yeah. but like even when I was in university like some of the stuff was starting to arise and like you know there you know guys that are kind of like Uh, not having a lot of luck with women and that kind of stuff and they become very sort of self-conscious and depressed and you know they kind of spiral right like they they start maybe like you know you start looking for tips on how to be better with women online and then some of that stuff starts pushing you in the direction of like more and more extreme forums that are positing sort of bleaker and bleaker kind of stuff and eventually it gets into like you know you get beyond the red pill, and it's just like the black pill, just, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Where it's yeah, just there's like no...
1: there's no hope. Like yeah. you should get plastic surgery, or or you know, just you know, like just the kind of crazy stuff that you end up getting fed. Where it's like only a fascist dictatorship will solve one. <laughs> no, yeah, know? that's. I mean, that's
0: what it is. I feel like I actually feel like there are like so many content creators that are actually like actively hurting our generation and the next one mm. to follow. Oh, like Mister Tate. Yeah, like, as an example, I mean, he's such a big... I actually, I think he... I don't know what he's doing these days. He kind of fell off a little bit. Like, beer sauce is up, and he's down right now. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Like, I I swear we're more popular
0: than him these days. Well, I hope so. he's... I swear, like, he kind of ruins some fucking people.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it, it, like, it it baffles me that he's as popular as he is, because he just seems like an idiot. Like, I've seen him talk, and he's just, like, his understanding of everything is just so shallow and he's so ignorant, but you know, he has a certain <laughs> charisma and a confidence. And I yeah. think that when you're young, any older person who speaks with confidence comes off as being very persuasive, particularly when they like you, <laughs> this guy. like, like oh, you, man. like you, but it's like, particularly when you, you come off as like, here's like the secret knowledge that they don't want you to know. And I think that when you're young, you're like insecure. And the thought of like learning Is very daunting. It seems like a lot of work. So if some guy comes along and says, like, yeah, you don't need to learn all that, just learn these couple big secrets, and that's like all you need to know, I think that's very compelling, right? And it's why I think you see a lot of young people that fall for conspiracy theories and easy answers just because it seems like a shortcut to knowledge. You know, knowledge is very important to acquire, but it's difficult. It's a long, difficult, time consuming slog to become knowledgeable and to become wise. And, you know, young people just kind of want to get there as <laughs> yeah. quick as possible we're great jj you think we're brain rotted brain rotted yeah, yeah like like because i mean we we like how long have we known each
0: other uh I don't like know, a few months <laughs> yeah like a few <laughs> months like... For like three months guys that's that's crazy you know? that's pretty crazy like what is your take on us do you think we're brain rotted we've like, made multiple 9-11 jokes yeah. multiple dick and titty huh. jokes Cleavage. in this episode
1: what's your take but, but... we're on Camera, you got to judge us off camera, yeah, 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 true, yeah. True, true, true. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that you guys are, are fine. Like, I think that you're <laughs> we're fine, <laughs> no, I mean, like, you're, 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 are you're okay. You're, like, the thing is, like, you guys are curious and you're also kind of humble, which I think are two very important variables in, in a young person, right? <laughs> like, you want young people that are kind of realistic and honest about the limits of their own knowledge and are kind of open about yeah. that. Sort of say, like, there's a lot of stuff I don't know. I don't have all the answers. The world is kind of weird and intimidating to me in some ways. But I'm also curious. It's scary, guys. It is scary. It's scary. But but you're also curious. You also want to know. You like... connecting with older people which i think is very important you know i think yeah. older people yeah. people yeah jj you're a stallion bro
0: <laughs> don't ever compare yourself to an old man again you a stallion no, bro but That's the point, what point is like mean. you know
1: having intergenerational friendships and relationships is very important i think mm-hmm. when you're young and i think you guys seem like you're interested in that yeah we really like are. you 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 use uh, seek out people that are older and have knowledge that you don't have. Because I'm
0: in need of a father figure. Yeah, that's yeah. that <laughs> missing
1: role model. <laughs> that's fine, right? You know, but uh, no, I think I think you guys model a sort of healthful, uh, healthy, uh, sort of youthful disposition. So I wouldn't be too worried about you guys. Mm. That's not really sitting well. But uh, I'll take it. <laughs> uh,
0: Sounding like there was something more you wanted to say. Okay, what do well, you Rip mean? it, okay. it out. what's something? That's we could work on. Yeah, what's something like as that? young as young men coming into today's yeah. very scary or anybody world, listening. Yeah, but more towards like a us. critique of our generation, which is valid because I mean, just like every other generation, we're flawed. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a flawed human being. It's yeah. insane, y'all. Like, like what what is advice you could like, give to stop me? Stop using potty talk. Well, yeah. I mean, I, mean I,
1: think, I think that like my generation, when criticizing sort of like your generation, sometimes gets a bit exhausted with just like the sheer levels of like irony and like sarcasm and just like joking the and silly vibe. just like the silliness We're too silly guys which is which is like i mean they sometimes what is it like uh meta meta irony or something they call it which is like this oh, kind like of meta humor or something well it's, it's like this kind of like disposition where it's like you're always acting silly and you're always saying goofy things and part of it is like you don't even really like you're doing it as a way to kind of like mask what you believe right and so it's like I don't know what I believe. I don't know what I feel. So I'm just going to kind of just say any old thing all the time. Yeah. And I feel like, I
0: feel like it's like, it's like, I don't want to think about what's going on Yeah, because what's going on is awful. Why would I want to fucking think about that all the time? Right. So like, that's why I, I like that's why Derek goes hur, 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 motorboat it's also, because but it's, also, it's better than thinking about nine
1: eleven. But it's also because like you're unsure of yourself. And like rather than work on gaining more knowledge and becoming more confident, you just can retreat endlessly into like humor and sarcasm. Yeah. No no no. <laughs> like just a disposition cope kind of like, guys. Yeah, the, yeah those humor those can be a cope, like irreverence can be a cope, being silly all the time can be a cope. And it can be like a substitution for for growing and for becoming yeah. more knowledgeable yeah. and becoming more confident. I think it's very important that young men in particular learn how to build. We're getting their- called out, y'all. <laughs> no, like young, young guys, I think, have to learn how to build their self-confidence in a healthy, constructive way. Not in a kind of like shortcut mm. way, not in a toxic way, not in a way that's based around sort of uh, beating down other people, but in a way that's about like building yourself up through the acquisition of knowledge and meaningful relationships and building healthy communities and all this kind of stuff. We're
0: actually doing that, though. We actually started this year. Mm-hmm. We, yes. This year, we started telling each other we love each other. Oh, yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. JJ, I love we just you. started. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> is that it? Is, you want to say anything back? Or... <laughs> yes, you're 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 great as well.
0: Wow, when's the last <laughs> time you told someone you love them, JJ? <laughs> Have you ever seen on that? Uh... Oh. Reflected. I've checked out for the rest of the episode, guys. This one's <laughs> just on YouTube, guys. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, I i love you as well, Nicholas. Okay, you know what? That didn't sound <laughs> real, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah, you. well, you know, yeah. I'm good. Let's move on. What were we talking about? what was last time you said no, I love you true. to somebody?
1: I said I love you to people. You normally. say I love you to like no, you your mom know, or bro. sister? Yeah, I don't probably say it enough to people because. You call them it... and say it right now. No, because that's <laughs> what
0: we started doing. Yeah cuz like I used to be this emotionally like invulnerable person that didn't yeah. even want to feel emotion. Yeah. And then yeah, like how you said, I every time there was emotion like aha, joke have to be silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like in the last episode we talked about like we did this thing. It was like a bit, but I, we we told each other like what we appreciate about each other and yeah. that was like awesome. Yeah. So being emotional is actually the best, y'all. JJ, you know what I appreciate about you? What? Is your openness to the next generation oh, it's such true. a good you have such a fucking like uh you're so open to it when some people aren't like my mom's like fuck you and your yo-yo I'm like, okay, <laughs> my yo-yo
1: fair. yeah it's like my yo-yo, is gas, my yo-yo? But you, you're you're open to the idea of
0: me and my yo-yo
1: well you know it is something that is important to me as i get older like i feel like you know i don't have children you gotta, you gotta keep up you know well no it's like it's like adopt the kid but it's like the thing is it's like as you get older like you understand why people have kids because it's like you start to develop like this kind of like paternal energy, right? It's like you start to care more about like young people. And like you, when you see young people, like you have this, like this, this, this instinct to like take care of them and help them and that kind of stuff. Is that
0: why? Oh my God. Cause DJ brings us snacks whenever we go visit oh. him in his office. <laughs> oh my God. Yo. Okay. What, what we should play a uh, football. Don't play catch. Well. Do you want kids? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of getting
1: old now where
0: it's like I'm stallion. You're a stallion. You should teach us how to bike.
1: Ride a bike. Do you know
0: how to bike JJ? I feel like you wouldn't know how to bike.
1: (laughs) You wouldn't bro. Do you know how to bike? I I, I know how to ride a bike. I haven't ridden a bike in a long time. Do you guys know how to ride a bike? Yeah, I know how to ride a bike.
0: I could forget. You can't forget how to ride a bike. I will forget. You will forget? Yeah.
1: I always know how to ride a bike.
0: Yeah. It's like walking.
1: Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's it's sort of, you think of like, what do I have to offer young people? Like, what do young people need that I can offer them? And I feel like sometimes it's just being present, you know, just listening to them when they want to talk and offering like – analysis. Like, I don't think that young people necessarily need, like, a lot of advice, per se, because I think that, like, a lot of life is just figuring things out through yeah, trial exactly. and error. And, yeah. you know, and a lot of times, like, people aren't in a hurry to take other people's advice. You know, they want to take their own advice. Um, but, you know, I think that you, you model a sort of healthy disposition as an older person. You seem like a normal, well-adjusted, sort of sane wise older person, as opposed to some of these, like, you know, because it's like the Andrew Tates of the world and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah, there's a lot of, like, young people to look up to them, but I also think that, like, if a lot of young people are honest with themselves, there's something about those kind of people that is a little off, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, they don't, they don't seem like a fully... Together, person, or like a fully respectable. Like, what do you person? mean you have nine wives, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. Like they're just—they're too odd. Right? <laughs> and you're gonna make them all come? No way, Andrew. No, shot, you are lying. big bro, I can't
0: even make one, bro. <laughs> How am I supposed to make nine? Shit's impossible, bro. Yes, yes.
1: yes. So you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. I just ruined our reps for JJ. I'm sorry, <laughs> JJ. I'm sorry, yeah, bro. Yeah. I didn't mean you. That. Instead, want to sort of like exude a a sort of healthy, you know, even sort of like male kind of confidence and and sort of role model status that is cuz i i do think that like young people i i have faith that young people can ultimately like smell the bullshit right like when they're being fed like a lot of crap and easy answers and conspiracy theories and stuff yeah. like that i do think that like maybe that stuff is seductive when you first are exposed to it, but the more you sort of come into contact with it, the more I think, you know, your antenna starts to come up a bit. And then the question is just that, like, when that kind of stuff starts to happen, are there alternative sort of sources of information and other role models that you can yeah. turn to?
0: Wait, dude, because I there is a really there is an alternative role model. model. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, like, do you, it's like this new up and coming one. It's like this great role model, JJ. It's like they have this Instagram account, but I'm like blanking on the name. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what, um, did you know it? It's a beer sauce podcast. Beer sauce podcast on Instagram. They're
1: such good role models. You can't you can't have a role model that's your own generation? You what? have to have no. You have to you have to have intergenerational. Okay, then okay, check well out then JJ McCalla <McCullough> on
0: YouTube. <laughs> what type of content do you do? Would you say or well, no? Like, you describe his yeah. okay. what he makes. I think JJ makes videos surrounding. I mean, if you don't if you don't know JJ but you know us, that's like weird. I feel like you would know JJ but not know us. You know, well, what some I mean? people like. Just watch silly videos. Yeah, though. but like I feel like JJ, the best way to sum up his content is like pop culture and a- an analysis very of pop culture, yeah. and an educational analysis of pop culture, media, and politics surrounding the current uh, political
1: landscape. Well, that's very Ooh. flattering. Yeah, I mean, I try to I try to make sort of like broadly educational content. I try to make content that helps people be more culturally <laughs> uh, culturally literate, which is something that I think is very important. I'm
0: not. I just got in, you know, 20XL freshman cipher, JJ? I
1: do not. <laughs>
0: okay. it's, it's, me too. I don't know what he has on
1: culturally literate. Then. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's, so like, I think it's important that we have a sort of a healthy appreciation for our own society for our Mm -hmm. culture for the civilization that we're part of you know for our history and our traditions and that kind of thing in a healthy well-adjusted way I think it's important that we be able to communicate with the broadest diversity of people which I think requires having a lot of sort of common fact-based knowledge and so and I also do think that like I want to project a kind of like healthy uh image of a kind of older person who you know is sort of behaving in a way that's reasonable and thoughtful you know in alternative you're to on the point other. right there well thank I, you. Think you, mm, I think you i think yeah like, you do do
0: that you kind of accomplish your goal like i've said this to you before if i'm you yeah in 20 years i'm like okay let's fucking go yeah <laughs> i think every time we speak like i and like my IQ is higher. Well, like I gain brain cells. Well, <laughs> like, that's you awesome. make
1: me think yeah. that if I'm on and TikTok, reflect.
0: I like lose brain cells, but then I gain it back when we oh, yeah. interact. Oh, that's very kind. <laughs>
1: and I, I you know, I hope in my own small way that I'm I'm doing that. So that's very flattering to hear, yeah. Derek. Yeah. Well everybody watches videos. I like you could I mean, it is very educational. I learn a lot of stuff from you. I
0: really do. Like that's when great. we speak. Um so if you have low IQ, you gotta check two. out JJ. And if you want to lower your IQ, then keep watching us. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep watching. Stay here if you want to fucking keep destroying your brain. But, JJ, thank, thank you, you for so coming much. on. Thank for just having fucking, me. Thank you for rescheduling. I was sick last week, and fine. we couldn't record, and I felt so bad. I was like, JJ, I'm so sorry. I'm so sick. Um, Yeah, I love you. You don't have to say it back. It's Everyone, okay. if you've watched this far, comment, JJ,
1: come to the sauna with the boys. Is that is that your second show, the sauna show? <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> no. Yeah. that's just a, that's that's just a thing, thing we do. It's just so a fun thing we do. Think. Come to the sauna with us. It's
0: nice. You 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 know. I'm am curious we, what swim trunks you own. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna this. go like I'm gonna go like. What is that? He's like, trying to check out your dong. Oh,
1: like. it's not appropriate. <laughs> Beer sauce.